Welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. Are you doing the best for your client to help them create their legacy? Are you creating a plan that goes far beyond finances to help people ensure that it becomes the driving force behind all decisions? On this podcast, hosts Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller will help you with growing your practice and your client's peace of mind. Together, they bring the best and brightest minds to share with you how to help your clients develop their best legacy. And now, here are your hosts, Katie Beth and Stan. Welcome to Legacy Leaders Podcast. I'm your guest host today, Chris Baldino. Today, my guest is Patty Durrell. She is an, an enabler and educator and owner of Rock Solid Fitness. Patty, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Chris. I'm excited to be here with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for thank you for your time, and I'm very very excited about your story. So, let's get right into it, Patty. Let's just go back in time. And how did you decide or get into this this process of being an educator? And and how did it tie into Rock Solid Fitness and and what you're doing today? Yeah, I I love that question, Chris. Thank you for that. Um, you know, if you knew me when I was growing up, you would never ever think that I would be in the fitness industry. Um, my nickname growing up was Fatty Patty, and at a very <laughs> oh at a God. very young age, that became my identity, but also part of my self limiting beliefs, and mm. um, you know maybe put some some stories in my head that weren't actually true. So I wasn't very athletic. Um, you didn't see me participating in gym class very often. You probably would have never predicted I would be in this field, and in fact, I first thought I should be a child psychologist, which you might've predicted that field I would have gone into, right? Psychology. Hmm. Um, So, but anyway, I, so I, I kind of grew up with that identity and in my late, uh, early twenties, I guess, I heard someone call me a fat ass for the last time. And I thought that's the last time that I'm going to hear that story. Right. And let that be true. So I joined Weight Watchers and Weight Watchers taught me how to eat. Like I grew up in a very Italian family. Not that my mom is a great cook and she cooked very healthily, but some of the habits that we had as a family weren't so great, right? Like an afternoon snack might be pepperoni and salami and provolone rolled up and dunked in a Hellman's mayonnaise jar followed by a glass of whole milk or something, you know? So um, really I didn't know how to eat. Uh, properly. So Weight Watchers taught me how to do that when I was in my early 20s, which was quite a while ago. Mm. And um, it was Weight Watchers was a different thing then. They taught you food groups. They taught you that you should have activity. They gave you rewards for exercise. And it wasn't points where you could still have a Snickers or a bacon double cheeseburger. And that was a good way to eat, right? So they taught you healthy ways to eat. And I learned that you know, Hellman's mayonnaise with uh, provolone cheese salami and pepperoni that was rolled up in there, all of that mushed together probably wasn't very healthy. But it tasted I, great, right? Oh it my God, so tasted good. awesome. And just saying it makes me want to have some, sure. right? Definitely. So, so yeah, so I kind of went on a little journey of losing weight and uh, really was excited about that and learning how to eat. I became a student of of food and and how to how to like journal and how to weigh and measure and know what I I should be doing for the health of me, and but I I couldn't lose all the weight that I wanted to, and so you know I was happier and I knew how to eat but I really never got the exercise portion introduced to me although I would go to the gym and 
Um, actually, I was a smoker too. Uh, as I said that, I remember going to the gym, uh, going outside to smoke a cigarette. That's how seriously I took it. I would go play racquetball. I'd go outside and smoke a cigarette. So yeah, it would, just wasn't like who you would think I would become. Wow. But um, I, I met um, this guy when I was kind of changing careers. Um, you know, and I was going from the corporate world into uh, physical therapy. I actually had, you know, changed my life a little bit and changed direction. And I was uh, working for a large corporate organization called Equifax, and I was doing paramedical services. So I was introduced to the medical field and just thought that it would be, a, I would be a happier person if I was helping people in my career. Um, I didn't feel like I was helping people um, in Equifax. Um, but you know the, sir, the the company did, and the service certainly did. I just didn't feel fulfilled there. Mm -hmm. So I thought I wanted to be a nurse, but I quickly learned that that was not for me. And I went into this field of physical therapy. I found a school that had a physical therapy assistant program. It was a two-year program, and with my big girl bills, I felt like I could take two years off and figure it out. So that's what I did, but still not really into exercise. So I remember being in my anatomy and physiology class and um, uh, kind of bellyaching to my, my partner there as we were maybe dissecting a cat or something and uh, just letting him know, hey, you know, I'm so frustrated. I can't lose this weight and I'm doing all this activity. At the time, I was loading trucks at UPS and I was taking karate and I was just busy all the time and I just couldn't shed this weight. And he kind of looked at me and said, well, no wonder you're like so busy. Duh, you can't lose weight. You're doing way too much. And I thought, this guy's so stupid. Like, I know I need to be doing more if I want to lose weight. I just mm -hmm. don't have time. Like, what is he talking about? I'm doing too much. Like, I need more to lose weight. So he's like, no, you need to come to the gym with me and let me show you the style of training. So I went to the gym with him and I literally threw up after one set of bicep curls. Wow. And he got excited about that. And I thought he was really strange because that did not, that was not normal to me. That did not feel good to me. But he started to explain physiology and anatomy and the way that muscles adapt. And he started to explain to me about hard work and changing your body with hard work, not more, more is not better. And he started to really make sense to me. So I thought, you know, he's kind of cute and he's making sense. I'll go follow him to the gym a couple of times a week. So he gave me time back, Chris. Mm -hmm. I was uh, working out with my Kiosa at the time, like maybe four times a week, five times a week for an hour, an hour and a half. That's a lot. It is a lot. And when yeah. I started to go to the gym with this guy, my anatomy and physiology partner, I was only working out with him two or three days a week for 30 or 45 minutes. So <laughs> I was pretty busy working a lot of jobs and going to school full time. So he gave me time back and that was awesome. Hmm. And then I kind of stuck with it. And after a little while, I, my body started to change like drastically. So here I was doing less and I started to get really awesome results. Hmm. And, and my confidence started to change. My self-esteem started to change. And to me, that was the best part of this program. Hmm. I found somebody that I didn't knew it existed hmm. in myself. Hmm. And what I really learned what this person really taught me through exercise was a life lesson that I think is really important. And that is if you're willing to fail, you will succeed. Mm. 
And that's what our whole program is based on. You kind of fail muscularly, you make your muscles fail, and then the rest in recovery is what helps them be more successful the next time. And it's such a metaphor for life. That, that's the, and that's such a great transition. It's a great story ahead of transition. So now I understand, uh, you know, what does Rock Solid do and how is it different from other, other gym experiences, I guess, for lack of a better word? Yeah. You know, so you've got that education, you've got that attention to detail and you have, uh, you just have a higher level. If I, if I could say, and I had the opportunity to experience your, 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 your business, you put out a higher level of, uh, um, of expertise than what's in your industry. What is Patty, what kind of experience are you trying to deliver now as an adult and knowing all of this uh, with your, with your clients? Yeah. So I think, you know, those, that is one of the things that makes us different, Chris, is that, you know, I have that physical therapy background in my own mm. experience. And um, of course, my experience just wanted to make me share it with everybody, right? That's what happens when something good comes along in your life. Um, so that's the kind of experience I want to give others. I want to empower them and challenge them to live their best life and to be their best self through learning this different style of strength training and um, knowing that when they think they can't do anymore, they can. And when they think they're going to never be able to do that again, they can do better. Mm. It's just such a great, um, I think, mental training along with physical training that you could ever get. And that things kind of get tougher sometimes before they get easier. You know? Yeah, definitely. Can you can you tell me a story <laughs> of how you help somebody who was having trouble and didn't understand or how this can help them and how you, you, you've gotten them out of harm's way in some, in some area. Oh yeah. I mean, goodness. Um, so many stories. It's, it's crazy. Like I think of the woman who, the young woman who had um, two little girls and she was scheduled for back surgery and she tried our service before um, her back surgery. And she came in and, and she did our program and, you know, she didn't have to have back surgery and she was able to put her shoes on and tie her shoes, which was something she couldn't do. Wow. She was able to go get on a bike with her little girls, um, go on camping trips. So and now she's living a full life um, with strength training or, you know, people who have osteoporosis and are scared to death um, that, you know, I diagnosed at a young age, 40 years old or, or 45 years old or. And their mom had it and they're scared to death that they're going to have that same kind of life that their mom had. And, uh, you, you know, you work with them for a couple of years and they get their DEXA scan back. And not only did it not get worse, it got better, you know, and without medication, um, those kinds of stories. My mom's story is like that. My mom is, uh, she was in her sixties and she fractured from osteoporosis and she'd never strength trained a day in her life and didn't look like a person who would suffer from osteoporosis, you know, kind of a bigger lady, not fair skinned, but she, uh, I hooked her up with a coach. She lives in a different state than I do, but somebody who does what we do. And she reversed her bone density in her late sixties, wow. you know, without medication to normal with just strength training twice a week. <clears throat> and now she's 90 years old and she still goes to the gym twice a week because she knows the benefits of it. I mean, the, 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 you know, when I worked on a brain injury team, Chris, um, doing physical rehab, my patients, I took them to the gym. We did strength training, 
you know, we, we went into the big gym. We weren't in the little gym with little ankle weights and little pink dumbbells. <laughs> we went into the big gym and, big gym. and they got better and they got better faster and they yeah. get got better cognition. Like every day I feel like myself and rock solid fitness and my team profoundly impact the lives of people through physical training and strength training in particular. That's really awesome. And, and, you know, I just, I remember I've been, I've gone to the gym off and on as a gym rat, just as uh, and I think the gym kind of fits. And this is my next question for you is, is, you know, what are some common mis misconceptions about your industry? And just, just me going to the gym, it seems to be very male dominated. And once it took my wife and we went and she, we did a session, a couple of sessions. And, and at the end she goes, why are those men so angry and, and, angry and, and mad? <laughs> And had to explain to her that that they're not angry and mad. It's part of the gym experience, you know. <laughs> so would you would you agree that that's probably a common misconception of the of your industry? I think when you get, you know, like we hear that at our studio a lot. Like people are intimidated going into a big gym like that, and in, sure. in particular, females. I think right. so. I think that's why you see a lot of men in a big box gym like that because. Mm -hmm. We get, we, we probably have a 60, 40 mix, 60 women over 40 men. Wow. That's and unusual. And it's because of the safety aspect of that. We're exclusive. We're one-on-one. -on -one, we're private. They feel comfortable. It's clean. It smells good. There's not, you know, that meat market feeling, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, there is no uh, just sweat stains on the equipment or people waiting. So I think women get intimidated by that. And and a lot of us don't know what to do. We didn't, you know, go to the Y after school with our, our guy friends and some of us, sure. lived, right? So, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's true. But I think one of my favorite misconceptions about my industry is, um, and it, you know, it makes sense on the surface, uh, but it doesn't make sense when you apply science, logic, and reason to it, which mm -hmm. is what I always like to do. Mm -hmm. That, you know, most people the, in a in a traditional program would do like back and buys, right? One day and chest and tries the next day and then legs the, the day after that. And they might take a day off after that three days thing. And then they'll start all over again, chest and tries, back and buys and legs. And, and sometimes abs can be done every day. I always like was curious about that. How are abs the secret muscle group that they don't, they don't, they don't, they're not like anybody else. Sure. But I think that's because of spot reduction, which is a whole nother misconception I'll talk about in a minute. Sure. But, um, you know, and they think that they're giving their body the rest it requires to recover because they're not doing the same muscle group every day. Right. But what they don't think about is what we, what really recovers us. Hmm. It's our, our recovery system is our endocrine system, our circulatory system, our, all of those systems that make up the human organism. It's the liver, it's the spleen, it's the, it, it's, you know, all of those things. So every day is liver day. Every day is spleen day. And, and they just get pounded every day, chest and tries, back and by his legs. That's so great. Yeah. And so, and that, and then because of that, um, you're, you're really doing a lot of wear and tear. So I think people think they need a lot of sets um, and they limit themselves. So do three sets of 10 and well, they never get to the one repetition that really makes the difference. Sure. And they've got all that wear and tear that led up to nothing. Why not just do one set that leads up to that impossible rep, right? Yeah, and, definitely. And so 
that's another misconception. Are these making sense to you or have you had any? Oh, no, well, completely. The, the science behind this makes so much sense. And, and, I, and I can see what you're doing, how what you're doing is different. So, I mean, we live in a time of great change. And, and you know, technology is disrupting so many different um, um, industries, you know, that we thought as kids, they're not the same today. Where right. do you, Patty, where do you see your industry or your field in the next five or 10 years? Yeah, I mean, it's it's fascinating that you mentioned technology. I mean, you can have, you know, Tom Brady in your living room telling you what to do, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, who doesn't want that, you mm. know? So, but I also feel, um, one, I feel like my industry is, got to start to get out there and get more people involved because I think 10% of the population are gym members or, yeah. you know, studio members. Really? Only 10%? Why? Only 10%. Well, isn't it like 99% show up on January 1st of every year? And then by I the don't know. Year, I don't... And then by the end of the year, it's 10%, right? So <laughs> I don't know if 99% do, but uh, a, right. lot do, a lot do and they don't last. A lot more. Right? Yeah. Not everybody finishes. That's right. But, um, you know, uh, I think we need to do a better job at, at getting people committed to strength training and to activity that's safe, though. I think what happens is sometimes our programs hurt people or get a reputation and exercise is supposed to help you not hurt you. Sure. So I hope I hope that my industry gets, you know, more people um, doing exercise and participating in it. I think that they will over the next five to 10 years. And I also I, I also think we'll see a big shift with AI and a big shift um, with technology. Um, and that will that will be fascinating to watch and to see what comes of that. I'm, I'm super excited to see that. And I also feel like because of that, people are going to be looking for studios like mine, too, for that personal human interaction and touch yep. where I don't think we get a lot of that today. We're working from home. We've got a lot of screen stuff and, sure. and I think that we really need that. And I think it's just a time to unplug and kind of maybe leave the electronics somewhere else. Oh, definitely. You know, and, and if while we're home and we have our home gym, we can have Patty talking to us and helping <laughs> us doing us exactly what you need, what you were saying. I mean, that's such a great, you know, that's where the technology comes in, right? You know, so Patty, what would be an ideal client for you and how can people find you? Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you for asking that. So we really target um, executives, busy professionals who value time, value accountability and value expert coaching. Like we really want that person who's serious about those things and just leaves it up to us. Um, so the person who's looking to save time doesn't know what to do. You know, they they were maybe all that in, in college and now they've got a family and a career and they don't have time for themselves and they're losing sight of themselves. So, um, you know, 25 minutes twice a week. You can find us at rocksolidfitnessfl.com. That's, you know, rocksolidfitnessfl for florida.com. Um, and, and see us there, we have YouTube, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on uh, Instagram, we're on LinkedIn, um, Rock Solid Fitness FL. Fitness.fl, right? No, fitnessfl.com. Got it. We're going to have that in our show notes. Thank so, you. Um, we'll have that link and all that straightened out in our show notes. So thank um, you. We're coming up towards the end of our podcast. Patty, is there anything else you feel you want to share with your audience? No, I mean, the, I think that the thing I want to share with them is strength training is the fountain of youth. Um, it's the only fountain of youth we have. 
um, really closest thing, I guess, and it, it will profoundly change your life. So if you're not doing it, hire a professional, someone who's not going to over you overuse your body and uh, get at it and never quit. Wow. Well said. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening today. And this has been the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Chris Baldino. And today my guest was the awesome Patty Durrell. For more information about what she does and how to have access to her program, please visit her website. We'll have that in the show notes. And are there any special offers uh, you think you'd like to um, put out there for new people or new visits? Yeah, absolutely. We we love for people to come in and um, go through a free experience with us. We know that even if you're not going to become a member, we're going to teach you things that you'll be able to um, you know, utilize and use in your own strength training program. So absolutely come on in, you know, get on our in-body. If you, if you say that you heard me on this podcast, we'll give you a free in-body scan, which tells you what your body's made of. It's super valuable information. And mm-hmm. I really appreciate you having me on here today, Chris. Thank you. Wow. So we'll have a link for all of that information in the show notes. And uh, thank you again for joining me, Patty. Thank you, Chris. You've been listening to the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller. For more information on them and the show, please visit PinnacleLegacyLaw.com. If you like what you've learned today, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.